Our presenting sponsor for today is CrossRope, the fun and effective weighted jump rope workout you can do anywhere in under 30 minutes. This isn't your childhood jump rope. No, no, no. CrossRope's weighted jump rope system lets you adjust the resistance to meet your goals. You burn more calories in less time while strengthening your core, back, arms, glutes, and more with every jump. And with the free CrossRope app, You'll get access to quick, easy-to-follow workouts and fun challenges you can do anytime. Get strong and stay healthy whenever, wherever, with CrossRope. Hi, everybody. I hope you're doing well. Uh, I hope that your life is fine. I, I hope, I know there's a lot going on right now. But either way, thanks for tuning in. I hope that you find this to be a release and a nice fun break in your life with whatever it is you're dealing with. That'd be good. Whatever it is you're dealing with. And we thought we'd have uh, our guest, Kaylin Allen, on because he's such a breath of fresh air. He is And he makes you feel good. He's fun to listen to. And so no matter what you have going on, we promise you you're going to feel better after listening to this episode. Yeah. Uh, If you don't know who Kaylin Allen is... Well, first of all, where you been? <laughs> get it together. <laughs> uh, he is a very talented, multi-talented uh, personality, actor, yeah. musician, singer, has a new Christmas album out, uh, was discovered by Ellen. Yes. Uh, he's kicking ass on the Ellen DeGeneres show. Uh, we talk about his experience there, his thoughts on uh, everything going on in that show yeah. and, and his life and his Christmas album and his perspective on life. And it was just a ton of fun. And I'll stop talking about it. And so you guys can listen to the episode. If there's nothing else, thank you as always. Uh, f- please subscribe. Please rate us five stars. We could use some more five star reviews. Could you re- re- could you give us five stars? <laughs> That'd be great. Thanks. Um, anything else? There's a fun Patreon out there of all uh, movie recaps, Bachelor stories, recapping Andy season of The Bachelor right now on my Patreon. Nick V talks trash TV. So be sure to check that out. We have some amazing new merch out there vilefiles.com check it out uh, we have beanies t-shirts breakup books all fun sayings great great uh, christmas gift if you're looking for your christmas yeah. presents now get some merch we love you other than that i say we get to kaylin ellen kaylin thanks so much for coming thank you i'm <laughs> happy to be here you know what a what a wonderful day to be here i'm so happy you came you have this constant glow about you uh when i met you and anytime <laughs> i see you on tv and today we are recording this for those of you who may not know uh we are recording this wednesday morning november 4th <laughs> it's, uh the day we after are. uh the election the election really is still going I, I, on. I, I don't even think you can say after, after the election uh many all Americans. I, I saw a tweet I thought was pretty funny. It's like all of America is waiting for an STD test. <laughs> yes. That's what it feels like. Everybody's that's waiting for true. the test result. Yeah. yeah. And so by the time this episode drops next week, we may or may not uh, know the results. With that said, everyone is feeling heavy uh, regardless yeah. of who you vote for. It's, uh, and yet I'm curious how you go about stressful times in your life uh when things seem down when things seem scary how do you keep yourself sparkling 
Um, <laughs> well, you me. you know what? I, I think like even today, I don't necessarily know if I feel heavy. You know, now 2016, I felt heavy yeah. the day after. Yeah. You know, I was living in Philadelphia. It was cloudy. Nobody was going to class. Everybody was just really upset. I don't necessarily think that I feel that way today. I think I feel hopeful. I think I have faith. Um, and I think that's probably what keeps me lifted is that I like to try and just always think of like, I'm the type of person, like I look at a glass half full, not half empty, you know? So I try to always be optimistic. And if it turns out to be something that is not of my favor, then I'm like, okay, well what, how do I counteract that with more positivity? Yeah. How do you find the the small ones? Shavings make a pile. Yes. Shavings make I had a pile. Really, I had to remind a lot of friends today. It's just like, first of all, everything's fine so uh -huh. far. We don't also like, Twitter did their job. <laughs> but everyone just like, look at what has happened, not what didn't happen. Right. And, and try to, where did, where did you have some success? Right. Well, we've definitely. Things, things are going to change overnight. Oh, I mean, we've already seen a shift with certain people from the night that was like, oh, we did this to this morning. It's like, oh, I'm shaking in my boots, bitch. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's very much given that. Yeah. Yeah. So you always try to, no matter what, whether it's a, an election or mm -hmm. in life, um, are you good at that in the moment or do you have to just kind of have like, all right, Kaylin, you know what I'm saying? Like some people like right away, something doesn't go their way and they just remember to take a moment. I myself, it, gives, it takes me like a half hour. Oh, I'm right in the moment. I'm a very resilient person. Something falls down. I'm like, okay, well, what's next? How, what's the solution? Like even if something goes wrong and people come to me. I'm like, okay, quit complaining about it because yeah. complaining about it's not going to change anything. What is the solution? I am very solution-based with everything in my life. Have you life. always been that way? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that just may be the fact of being like black and gay. You had to be, you know, <laughs> solution-oriented. It's like when somebody tried to tell you, Dan, you got to be like with a clap back immediately, you know? That's a yeah, teacher. No, I, <laughs> black and gay, also solution-oriented. I mean, I, right. I don't know, but I can understand. I mean, straight white male here, if it's like... <laughs> Yeah. You know, <laughs> not so solution oriented. Right. No, I am, but I'm saying like it's we have I I I haven't been required to overcome as much adversity. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. been like it's fine, everything's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, well that that is uh that's feels good to hear. Yeah. Um, because I, I think we 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 definitely live in a time where just if people panic, mm -hmm. no matter what. Mm -hmm. They think of work. It's a. It's definitely a glass is half full world we're living in these days. Yeah, and I get it. Why? I mean, I get the fear. I, I get the. Uh, no matter what your situation is, but it, it's all. Well, yeah. I think there's. I think at this time, people are a lot more hopeful because we need it. We honestly yeah. need it. This year has been absolutely atrocious yeah. for everybody, and I think now we are like. I said, like, it feels like it's Groundhog Day. It's like whoever wins, this is going to determine the rest of this year. You know, like we need this to turn around so that we can be hopeful for the next month to feel yeah. like something good is going to come to us, yeah. you know. And I think that's why people are really holding on and holding on. You know, last night I was on Twitter and I was like, see, I like Twitter during this time because it's of substance. People are tuned in they they are knowledgeable what they are talking about any other time they just tweeting foolishness you yeah. know there's a shift 
in in the atmosphere of what people are caring about and you know and that people are interested i mean the fact that we have had such an amazing turnout of voters this season is proof that regardless of a pandemic this was something that people cared about yeah that was reassuring yeah yeah um everyone i love watching those little maps where they like this county right county because then you're like Oh, that's so crazy that that many people are in that little place mm-hmm. can make that big of a difference. Mm-hmm. And counties that you people. never heard of, like they're yeah. on, they're on like uh, ABC News and they're talking about this county. And I'm like, who? I don't even know what that <laughs> is, you know. <laughs> but that that little group of people can make such a difference because every one of those little tiny votes make a big difference. It's yeah. so crazy to think that way. Yeah. So you just launched mm-hmm. a new album. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. It's very exciting. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, would you like to share... Uh, yeah. A little bit about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So and, I. And speaking of getting people in the good mood. Yeah. It does. And that's what that is the whole purpose of it, you know. So I I just released a Christmas album called For Christmas Sake, and I started it at For the Christmas sake. It's right. So good. Yes. It's so good. Thank you. So I started it at the beginning of the pandemic, because I just well first of all I am a true lover of Christmas. I love the holidays. Like I am probably as bad as Mariah Carey. Like I get so festive when it comes to Christmas. Like I'm like, let's festive baby. And so when I made the album, I did it with the purpose of bringing joy and happiness to homes this season because I knew that the Christmas season was going to be so different. And a lot of people have asked me, they're like, well, is it a comedy album? Are you talking about food? I'm like, no, I'm singing. Like, it's an actual album. Like, I went into the studio. And people don't necessarily think of you right. necessarily as a, mm-hmm. a singer. Yes, correct. And yet you oh, have a, a voice of an angel. <laughs> Thank he you. He does. Thank Wait, you. When you do some of them Disney songs, yes. I'm like, oh, hell. <laughs> Thank you. I never thought of that, but I feel like we all, everyone, whoever you are, Mm-hmm. Might need Christmas a little bit more this year. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people have been, when I announced the album, a lot of people are like, well, we haven't even got to Thanksgiving. And then some people were like, um, no, we need this right here, right now. Yeah. Like, I, I put, I'm putting up my tree tomorrow. I bought a Christmas see? tree last night on the election. I'm putting it up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that will make it November 5th. Okay. And I'm not even... I, 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 not this is the first that. time I've put up a Christmas tree in years. Now, granted, being a new homeowner, there's a little bit more like... I'm really enjoying the new home. I'm enjoying the curtains and the blinds. And I was at Home Goods last night. I'm really thriving in the homeowner space. But also, yeah, it's just like, you know what? I want this. I need this. Mm-hmm. And I, me, I would never, I haven't put up a, I haven't put up a Christmas tree in my place in maybe for six years. Six years? That's terrible. Yeah, well, because for me, you know, I'm not Scrooge or anything, but it's uh-huh. just like I didn't really have a place where I felt like decorating. Right. It was right. just like, hey, I live here. Yeah. I'd always go home for Thanksgiving and then go back home for Christmas. Okay. So it was like, and I and I not and I personally, for me, haven't been, you know, like a lot of diehard Christmas lovers, where it's just I really get into it. But this uh-huh. year, I'm just like, you know what? I want this. I need this. It well, feels where'd you good. get your Christmas tree from? I went. I got at Home Depot. Okay. And I, I, I went through a whole process of. I really wanted a real one. Okay. But because I'm putting it up in the first week of November, I wanted it to last through Christmas. Okay. There were some reports from people that it might not. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it it would have lasted. But I got mine from Balsam Hill. 
and that was an expensive treat. Yeah, I was I was on Balsam Hills website last night. Okay. Uh, because when you Google, and they're not a sponsor of this show, <laughs> but when you Google best fake Christmas tree, Balsam Hill. Right. Well, apparently up. they use them on the Hallmark movies. Like, apparently, like, in those Christmas movies. Yeah, like, and that's why they look realistic. Huh. So that's why I was like, ooh, well, let me go look at it. But that tree was, like, $2,000. Yeah. So the tree I looked at for Balsam Hill was, like, $1,200. And... I was prepared to pull the trigger. Uh-huh. Like I wanted a quality. I was just like, you know what? This is uh-huh. an investment. But I went to Home Depot, and the one that I found was not. It was like three fifty, mm-hmm. and it has some of the fake snow on it. Which mm-hmm. honestly, from afar, I, I I never thought I would buy it. But it looks. Like you might as well have bought a pink tree in my book. Oh my god! No, it looks good. It looks good. Very it looks chic. frosted. It looks is uh, is Matthew McConaughey would say. It looks frosted. <laughs> it looks frosted. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Frost yourself. Frost yourself. Um, and it comes with a lot. And honestly, it looks. I wouldn't say it. Lo- I mean, clearly, it's not. It's going to look fake because it it has the white on it inside. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it looks good. It doesn't. And well, I was like, you know what? I'm done. I mean, this is easy. Well, to be fair, the reason why I wanted to get that specific tree was because I knew with the Christmas album with Corona, yeah. I wanted to do a virtual live concert from my living oh, room. Oh, that's such a good idea. And so I was like, well, if I'm going to be filming in my living room, then I need it to look festive. I need it to look yeah. real. And so that's why I got it. I think you need more than one tree. Oh, no, ma'am. <laughs> Not if it's coming from Balsam Hill. <laughs> <laughs> Only one. Only Can we one. get Balsam Hill to like maybe hook it up? Please, please send me one or something because, baby, y'all breaking my bank for Christmas. I can't even get gifts no more. <laughs> Your gift is my Christmas album. Okay. There you go. Thank there you, you go. <laughs> <A> ornament. <laughs> so you haven't recorded this live music? Not yet. I haven't, I haven't done it live yet. I've only because it's about life. That's duh. Right. (laughs) But I mean, the good thing is that when you listen to the album, that is most most of those are like my first take. Like, oh really? I did all that. Like, there's no doctoring. There's no auto tune. We don't do any of that, sweetie. But I've been a singer my entire life. Yeah. You know, like that's what I studied. I was a theater and film double major at Temple University. So I've always been rooted in music, and that's why I enjoyed it. I think my favorite song on the album is "Christmas List Within You," and that's the song that I wrote. And so it really just embodies what Christmas means to me. That's fantastic. The it's, cover art is amazing as well. Thank you. And you know, that's not photoshopped. I know. The way that the hat goes, like that's, we threw it and then that's the shot. And then I was like, yep, that's it. Childlike fun. Childlike fun. While getting that sexy adult body. Oh, hey. What a weird combination. <laughs> but cross rope helps you do that because jump rope is something we did as children. And when we think of working out today, we're thinking of like running and lifting weights and doing all these things that you can have fun doing. And jump rope is fun. And it's actually a fantastic workout. I've been using cross rope. They have weighted ropes. They have all different jump ropes. I use them all. And it's great for your core. It's great. You you plyometrics, the explosiveness. Uh, And they have this really cool app that they give you a, a ton of different variety. It helps you mix it up because like for me, I'm a creature of habit and Every time I use cross rope, I'm feeling like I'm using muscles I don't normally work out, and that's the key to improving. And with the app, it gives you new exercises. Choose between cross ropes, get lean, or get strong jump rope sets, depending on your goals, or get the best value for both. 
with the Get Fit Bundle. Track your workouts and see a map of your progress on CrossRope's free app. They even offer a 60-day risk-free money-back guarantee. I highly recommend checking it out. Uh, right now, you can get $40 off the Get Fit Bundle plus free shipping at CrossRope.com slash V-I-A-L-L. That's CrossRope.com slash V-I-A-L-L. If your boyfriend, husband, or, or partner wants more oral sex, then they need to do their part too. Well, yeah. How? What is that? Groom people. <laughs> they need to clean it up down there. Clean it up I down mean, there, fellas. Crap. No girl wants to go down there. And I'll tell you what, Dirty. Manscaped is making it easier for your partner. It's it's carefree. Maybe some people are just afraid of grooming because, you know, they don't want to, you know, well, damage the, the field. I would think that the skin's very sensitive. It is there. very sensitive in there. But I tell you <laughs> what, uh, the uh, crop care kit that uh, Manscaped offers, you can you can literally, no pun intended, go nuts without <laughs> harming anything down there. They've got something called crop preserver, which is a ball deodorant like that. Like, like, like they also really, yeah, they really see, they give you a plus balls, a plus balls. I love a plus balls and is an ultimate male hygiene hack. The crop care kit includes the crop preserver ball deodorant. Mm. The name (laughs) speaks for itself. Mm-mm-mm. No girl wants it to smell down there. No, 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 no. They got ball toner. Foot duster designed to keep the stankiest feet smelling <laughs> fresh. Let's not forget <laughs> about the best trimmer for your butt, balls, and body. They've, wow. They've also got crop mop, which is ball wipes. That makes me happy. Crop mop. Listen, men are disgusting. <laughs> so your gross. man's probably super gross. And all you need in his life is manscaped to... It's do yourself a favor. Get him this stuff because makes, no longer do you have to pay the price. No, it makes to make going down happy. better. Mm-hmm. That's it. Get 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with code V-I-A-L-L. <laughs> Add some swag to your <laughs> saggy bag. <laughs> that was their idea, yeah, not mine. But that's hey. so good. Add some swag to your saggy bag. Where can people vi- find find Vine? Vine, Vine's gone. <laughs> I know. Where can they find? The, it's out now. Yeah, well, you can find it on iTunes. You can find it on Apple Music. It is Spotify. literally yes, everywhere that music is available. Okay, it's so exciting. So if you're listening to this podcast on Spotify, just go over to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and get the album. And, and, and what's the album called again? For Christmas sake. For, for Christmas, Christmas sake. sake. Mm-hmm. You better have some merch with that on it because that's good. Okay, for Christmas sake, because the album is. <laughs> being done for christmas it's quite it's quite good it will make you feel festive joyful happy mm-hmm. thankful plus the voice is just good thank you it's a little bit of everything I, it's one of the things i wish I christmas could do. starts I wish now I could everybody sing. if you're listening just i we give you permission yeah you're not nuts no it's fine live your best life live your best life november 1st is christmas season you are someone who in the past few years your life has changed drastically is that fair to say oh that's absolutely true <laughs> Um, congratulations on Thank that, you. by the way. Thank you. Looking back, what do you? What is your perspective on it? Does it surprise you, or is there a part of you who thought I wasn't sure how I would get to where I am now, but I always knew I would? The second one, it was. It was definitely a how, and I think the way that it happened was the most unexpected way because it all happened by chance. Chance. Just Ellen chance. discovered you. Correct. 
And that was all from me laying in my bed around this time <laughs> and making a video to like cornbread and potato salad just for fun, just for my friends and posting it on social media and then it becoming a thing. And then from there, I next thing I knew, I was moving to Los Angeles. And so like what? Did the, you got an email or a DM from like... Was it literally Ellen? Was it someone from her team? Oh, no. Of course, it's a producer. But, you know, <laughs> I, I feel like Ellen's like constantly just well, I on think the that, internet. Well, looking. that's how I got the job. So, so she saw the video and then she brought it to the team and yeah. was like, I want this guy. And then that's when I got a Twitter DM, actually. And I remember being in class and I remember getting the DM and grabbing my friend's arm and was just like, girl. It's Ellen. And then, like, I immediately left the classroom and was like, hi, I'm Kaylin. Would you like to meet? Like, I'm so excited that you messaged me or whatever. And then just like that, it just all happened so quickly, like so fast. Like, I still feel like I'm in a whirlwind all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And and so you moved immediately? They're just like, we want to yes. hire you and like fucking I'm moving? Yes. So that happened in November and then in December, I filmed my first episode. It aired in January, and I moved January 13th to L.A. Damn. Yeah. And I That's finished great. school out here because I was yeah. a senior at Temple. And so I finished school out here, went back in May, graduated. And did all that. Well, yeah, and uh, that's that's not to be almost dismissed. A lot of people, it's you're impressive. in school. Mm-hmm. Ellen calls. She's like, fuck it. I don't need anything. I got, I'm good. Yeah. I'm, I'm moving out a to LA. And yet that. you decided to finish mm-hmm. your education, finish mm-hmm. school and get your degree out here all while still on the Ellen show. Well, I was on a full ride scholarship. And so for me, it was just like, uh, no, I need to get my money's worth out of this, you know? And I think also for me, it was just like, I didn't know what was going to happen once I got out here. And I am always about having a safety net. I'm all about stability. I was like, no, I need those degrees. Because say I need to go get a job if this falls through. Yeah. I need to be able to sustain and support myself, you know? I'm not the type of person being like, oh, here's a check. And I'm like, oh, thank you. And then, you know, then you blow that check and then you're like, oh, now I'm broke, yeah. you know? I'm not that person. You're going to buy a Christmas tree and you're like, bye check. Okay. <laughs> me, I mean, I, I appreciate that. Yeah. Do you, do you find someone who thinks that way too? I, uh, but I find myself to be too in my head. Like I'm always preparing for the worst. That's mm-hmm. where like you say you're a glass half full. Mm-hmm. I want to believe I am, mm-hmm. but I'm also like, yeah, the glass is half full, but what does it look like if it's half empty? <laughs> And how do I fill it back up? That And so sometimes I have a hard time uh, enjoying mm-hmm. the stuff that's going on in the mm-hmm. present because of, I'm like, well, this is great, but mm-hmm. I, I need five backup plans. Oh, I absolutely identify with that. I mean, when I got here, I fell into a huge depression because of that, because of being scared of not knowing what was coming next or not knowing if I was doing the right thing or if what I was doing was what I was supposed to be doing was like, did I make the right choice? You know, is this worth it? And stuff like that, especially with me wanting to be an actor, you know, and that's what I studied. And I was like, oh, well, now I'm just making YouTube videos. Like, is that really what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, and so I battled with that back and forth, back and forth. But what I had to start to understand was that was just a stepping stone 
for me to be able to do the things that I'm doing now. Like, I feel like now I'm really doing what I love to do. You know, with the Christmas album, I mean, I just had a movie with Seth Rogen come out. And so, like, doing those things, it's like, ah, I get it. And I think we have to learn as people is that everything that happens in our lives is for a reason. And just because where we are right now may not feel like this where we're supposed to be, that does not mean that you won't get to where you are supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. I love that. <laughs> Shavings make a pile, you know, just, a pile. Get in, just get there. Yeah. Wait, this movie with Seth Rogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, an American pickle on HBO Max. <laughs> <laughs> we shot it actually around this time again, uh, about two and a half years ago in Pittsburgh. And basically, it's about Seth Rogen's character falls into a pickle brine. And he is brined for 100 years and wakes up in a gentrified Brooklyn. And then he finds out he only got one living relative. And he decides he wants to start a pickle business. So I play one of the people that help him get his pickle business up and running. It's great. Yeah. We're doing it, honey. We're doing I, I it. I haven't seen that movie yet, but now I'm excited to go back. Oh, yeah. yeah. And HBO watch it. Max. Mm-hmm. No, I, I mean, a huge, I'm a huge Seth Rogen fan. And yeah. I was familiar with the movie. I just haven't. I don't know why I haven't seen it yet. I mean, I'm gonna watch it now. But it's a pandemic, and we have been overwhelmed with a lot of digital content. We have. We have. Yes. Um, so happy for you. Thank you. You deserve it. Well, if you like Kristen Bell and Dax Shepard, you'll like their diapers. <laughs> I think that's safe to say, right? I guess. I mean, they have kids, so they should know about diapers. They they seem like they know what they want. Diapers. I'll tell you what. I feel like are an important thing for your child's care. Well, the important thing here is that you don't have to run to the store and get them all the time. Oh, they can ship them right to your house. God, and you I, can pick what like uh, art is on them and what designs are on them and make it cute. With HelloBell, their diaper bundling service lets you choose from over 20 different fun rotating designs. Each bundle comes with seven packs of diapers, four packs of plant-based wipes, love your wipes, and even one full-size product freebie with your first order. Just head over to hellobello.com slash V-I-A-L-L to build your bundle, and HelloBello will send you diapers on a cadence that works for you. Plus, the f- shipping is free. And cancel any time. No gotchas. You won't want to cancel, but you can. <laughs> okay, they're super fun, super absorbent, super affordable diapers. They're just super. Delivered right <laughs> to your door from HelloBello. <laughs> so super. That's hellobello.com slash V-I-A-L-L to start your bundle with 25% off your order. Plus, get 15% off any add-ons like vitamins or wipes. That's hellobello.com slash V-I-A-L-L. When all this stuff happened with the, the Ellen show and things like that, uh-huh. what was your perspective? Which part of it? I don't know, any of it. I mean, I'm an Ellen fan. I'm mean, Ellen's always been lovely and kind to me. Are you, and, are you mean yeah. like recent stuff? Yeah. Recent oh issues i feel like we just might, must acknowledge it i mean at this point it's kind of like impossible to not ask the question yeah. you know now th- the difference is is i think because it all happened during the pandemic it was i think it was a shock for everyone you know for me i've only been there a couple years now but like i had just I don't go into the office that often to really know mm-hmm. a lot of things, especially if there were things that, cause you know, most of the people that they talked to were like people from like years ago, you know? And so it's just like, well, I wasn't there during that time. And I think for me, what was interesting was that what I cared about was that if there were issues or things that needed to be addressed, first of all, I don't treat any establishment as perfect. I don't. 
And I was just like, well, what is the solution? What mm. are the answers? What are we doing to fix it? And how are we healing to become the place that everybody wants us to be? You know, because I do believe as somebody that has benefited from the show is that I do believe that we do bring a lot of joy to people on a daily basis. We do do that. And but I also believe that if there are any flaws, those things need to be addressed regardless of how much you do for people, yeah. you know? I just think that that was my perspective on it. And I was, you know, very, very much a part of wanting to be a part of every conversation to learn more, especially because with working with some, some of the most amazing and talented people that dedicate their lives to that show and to what we do on a daily basis. I care that everybody was enjoying it just as much as me. Yeah. And even with the point of being like, please, if you feel like, I don't appreciate you enough or don't tell you, please let me know how I can be better as well, you know, because I'm not the type of person that's a talent that's going to come in and just be a diva, you know, or something like yeah. that. So it was just like, please let me know. And I think it's also, it was a learning experience for me for whatever my future holds, you know, to know how to run a business or how to have a show or something like that, you know, to figure out what's the best way to approach it. Yeah, that makes sense. And honestly, it sounds like it's, continues to be in line with your mantra if you will it's like all right and i love that right you're you're not afraid to address problems mm -hmm. i think sometimes we are we like to ignore problems yeah. because if we, you know if, well let's just not think about it. let's just not think about it mm -hmm. but if they are fine mm -hmm. you don't run away from it and then you again try to figure out well what, okay there's a problem let's right. talk about it right and how do we fix it exactly it's, what's the solution yes we've we found ourselves in a society today where yeah like Black and white, mm -hmm. drastic, extremes. Mm -hmm. There's no middle ground. There's no conversations. And, and, and Well, that's the problem with cancel culture, you know? It's like we don't allow anyone to grow or to learn from their mistakes. Mm -hmm. We are automatically like, well, get rid of them, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's just like that's not – everybody, regardless of how much money you have or who you are, everybody is a human. You know, and humans make mistakes and we have to allow ourselves to make mistakes. It only becomes a problem when people don't learn from the mistakes, when they continue to perpetuate the same behavior and nothing changes. That is when we fall into a, a bad place, you know. Yeah. But what I can say is that the actions that were taken and the things that we are still doing to this day are definitely happening within the establishment as a whole you know and if i felt as though i didn't love where i work or what i do or love her then i would have left you know mm -hmm. but i didn't i stayed because i believed that whatever needed to be done was going to be done to the fullest extent yeah i love that and too and that is a problem with cancel culture because we have such a you, you know people always say like acknowledging your problem is the first step Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes now we're, we've gotten afraid to be like, I think, I think this is not okay. Right. I could be better because if you don't want to point out a flaw, you don't want to shine an unnecessary light on yourselves or have, or, or when someone might point it out, you're just like, well, no, 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 I don't, I've never, and then you, you're in this denial mode because you're afraid that if you open up that door, if you open up that crack, people will just attack and then you, you, you're limiting any growth. And that's, that kind of goes for society in general. You well, see I think, the internet. 
Well, I think for me, I've always lived in a place of always being transparent. I just find transparency to be a lot easier. You know, like I said, I've told my friends, I've been like, well, if they try to leak my news, I'm just going to be like, well, what did you think I was doing? You just think I just sit at home all day? You know, like I'm a human, too. You know, like that's normal. That's what people are. That's how we operate. Yeah. No, that is true. Yeah. I've never taken a nude in my life. Mm. Have you always been a big dreamer? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. What, I. What ha- was your biggest dream as a kid? Like, I I thought I was going to be a cartoonist when I was a kid. Did really? you ever have any kind of random, or was it always this? It changed. It used to change. Um, I used to want to be a pastry chef. A pastry chef. Then I yeah. used to want to be a, a plastic surgeon. And I think I wanted to be a plastic surgeon because I like the creativity of it. Like, I like the fact that you how can much, change somebody's face. Sure, but <laughs> how much leeway do they give you? Hey, listen, go to sleep. I have a surprise for you. Uh-huh. I know, right? Yeah. So, like, I don't know why that was. But then I think once I got in middle school, it became I want to be an actor. You okay. know, I want to be originally it was like i want to be on broadway which is still a dream of mine you know and so um but from there i've just always lived in a space of like if i were to ever leave this world i did not want to leave the world thinking about what i could have or should have would have done you know i wanted to be able to say that i did everything that i could with what i was given yeah and but you're and you are still you're kind of you kind of are a pastry chef i mean maybe not somewhat maybe not like you know you don't have your store. You didn't necessarily go to school for it, but you right. do cook a lot. It's I do on cook. your your videos. Yes. Uh, you're on YouTube. Yes. It's kind of how you were discovered, right? Through food. And you know what's funny about that is like at that time, like people didn't know that I cooked. And what's funny is that people always ask about like my critiques and my opinions about food, and they always question, "Well, is it because you actually like?" you know, making food. And I'm like, yeah, I love to cook. Like I'm currently writing a cookbook, you know, like I loved it last night. Um, cause I was stressed cooking. Uh, <laughs> I made sweet potato pie and chicken and dumplings, you know, and it's just like random, but just for me, you made chicken. How do you make chicken and dumplings? Well, so first you got to make your little broth, <laughs> you know, and then you, uh, you, you put your chicken in there and you let it, um, cook in the broth and then you shred the chicken and then i use um buttermilk biscuits and i roll them out and i cut them into strips with flour and then i put it into the the broth and then the flour starts to make it become more of a gravy oh it's absolutely delicious yeah mm-hmm. i had soup dumplings last night but i had to i went and got got them soup dumplings are those the, like the Dintai dumplings fun? that have like uh-huh. liquid Dintai in fun? them yep. yeah have you had them yeah magic. westville century city yeah yeah magic mm-hmm. <laughs> magic what's your favorite thing to cook favorite thing to cook um peach cobbler yeah yeah i was about to say yeah peach cobbler peach cobbler is like my specialty and now i have changed up the recipe a little bit because i was you know making it so much but back in the day when i was in uh high school and college people used to buy my peach cobblers from me and i would make them for the holidays and then like sometimes i would even give it to them and they could bake it at home or i would bake it and give it to them um really how old are you started cooking Oh, I've been cooking since I was like in elementary. Who'd you learn? Was it? What did you learn? Well, mom? like so I, 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 most of the stuff I like to cook. Uh-huh. I don't feel like I'm as good as you. Oh my goodness! But I've always had a knack for it, uh-huh. and I definitely got it from my mom. Well, I actually am self-taught. So this is what happened was in, when I was in fourth grade, my mother got really sick. And so because she was sick, I had to learn how to take care of the household pretty much. And so that's when I learned how to cook. And Damn. so I would watch like my grandmother cook in the in the house. But really, I just kind of 
figured it out on my own and using cookbooks to help guide and teach me. And then it just became a passion of mine. Like I love cooking for people. Last Thanksgiving, I did a whole Friendsgiving here in LA and I cooked like for 45 people. Like 45 people? 45 people. That's a lot of people. Yes. 45. That's yes. a lot of people to feed. Yes. It's a lot. Yes. And I cooked I for, like, for like four. Really? Five. Yeah. yeah, no, it was a lot of people. And I started like at 4 a.m. and cooked yeah. all day. We were at like Billboard Music Awards and you were passing out peach cobbler. Yes, to people, I was. <laughs> yes, I was. And then, you know what's funny about that is that was my first red carpet. Yeah. And I was and they were like, so what is something special that you can do on the carpet? I said, well, I can make peach cobbler. Like, why is that? <laughs> I was running was the stage first? next to him and I just saw people walking away with it's, like Tupperware. I yes. <laughs> yes. I don't even know what, what peach cobbler is. It's ba- is okay, it a so pie? Kind of, but not. Not. It's not a pie. It's, it has crust and it has peaches and it has cinnamon and it's very warm and makes you feel good. Now, in my new recipe, I add um, whiskey, vanilla whiskey, and that life-changing. 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 Um, so, yeah, it, it it differs. But, yeah, no, we was at the Billboard Music Awards. I gave it to <laughs> Kelly Clarkson. I gave it to John Legend. Like, I was like, what's going on over there? Oh, no. walking away with Tupperware. Funny, funny, funny. That's how you get people to stop. That's the, that's the key. You mm-hmm. feed them. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, anytime you come to my spot on the red carpet, it's going to be fun. <laughs> I First time I met you on a red carpet, had a great time. Yeah. <laughs> what can I say? I'm not the person to be like, oh, what are you wearing, darling? No, honey, I ain't got time for that. I could care less. You know, I'm here to have a good time. What are time. some of your favorite questions you like asking on the red carpet? I like playing the games. Like, we always play games and stuff like that. Like, we do, like, hot hands or something like that or five-second rule. And just having – I like to loosen people up because when you do a red carpet, you know, it's the same question over yeah. and over and over and over again, you know? And that can just feel so – like you're just stuck in one dimension. So when people come to me, it's more so I want you to feel – like you're just here to have fun. Like it shouldn't feel like you're always doing press and publicity all the time, you mm-hmm. know? Like you should be able to just be. And so that is always my goal. That's great. Hmm. I saw one of your videos um, and you talked, um, I don't say I remember it correctly, but the ability to, or you know what, mo- doing something, but not doing it necessarily for the recognition, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And if you feel like you're doing it because you want to get that validation, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. it's coming from you know, a childhood, childhood trauma or yeah, something yeah. like that. I thought that was interesting. Yeah. I don't I don't know. And was it uh, the pep talk one? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It was really it was really it made me think about like, all right, I guess I do that. I had a great childhood, but where does that come from? Where do you find that balance of 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 doing that with yourself? I'm assuming that being a, like for me, when I think about things that I'm passionate about, it's usually because I've related to it or I've experienced it and something I've overcome. Mm-hmm. Is that the same for you on, on kind of what motivates you or what gets you down? Like where do you struggle? You talk about your sometimes being depressed or being mm-hmm. happy. Like how do you identify um, with uh, like finding these things about yourself yeah. and then, you know, sharing it to like and better your audience? Um, like I said, transparency is so important to me and I like people to look at me as, as a human being, as somebody that is very real, as somebody that has good days, that has bad days, that is on a roller coaster just with everybody else, regardless of who I work for, what I do or how much money I make is very much that I want people to feel as though they can always relate to me. And I think some things that I struggle with that I'm starting to get better at is being present in the moment. 
Yeah. And allowing myself. How, how are you working on that? So by allowing myself to take breaks and allowing other people to do the work and not me always having to be over somebody's shoulder like well let me see the script let me do this or, or something like that you know or like um i moved a friend of mine out here to be my assistant because i was just like i'm getting overwhelmed and i don't know how to i can't do it all myself so trusting other people to releasing handle control yes releasing control and and that has started to allow me to be more present but also when i need to take a break taking a break you know like a couple weeks ago i was just very overwhelmed from the week uh we were working on like figuring out music videos and stuff for the christmas album and i was just like i need to go away so i literally uh got tori and i was like okay we're going to terranea and i went to terranea and i like what's terranea oh you never been to terranea oh what's a a terranea you never been you been to terranea (laughs) oh baby terranea is in rancho palos verdes and baby, it is luxury. Okay. <laughs> that is a resort. I got down there. I gave Tori my phone. I said, no one is allowed to call or text me. Don't tell me if anything comes in. And it was just me in the ocean and Terranea. <laughs> it's a hotel? Yeah. Okay. It's a resort. You need I y'all need to go. Okay. Terranea. You need to go Terranea. Now it ain't cheap, but you know, you about to buy you can buy Boston Hill. So I, you, I you can go. I'm just gonna make a video and just go Terranea. Terranea. Go to Terranea, darling. Do you do you think that sometimes like do you feel do you ever feel a pressure that because everyone looks at you as somebody who's so positive and mm-hmm. so energetic and so whatever all the time that you feel like you always have to be that way and like sometimes you can't be like just maybe sad Kaylin every once in a while? Um Yes. I think there's I think there's a misconception. I think when people see who I'm in, who I am, they always expected me to be like the life of the party, you know, or to be like up in the club getting, you know, lit. And I'm not. I'm actually very, very quiet when I'm at home. I'm very to myself, you know. Um, I think, though, even if they do have that perception, I never allow myself to only give that. You know, like I'm the type of person, like if you come at me in my comments, I'm probably going to clap back at you. And then people will be like, well, what happened to be kind to one another? And my response is, I'm not Ellen, baby. <laughs> like, don't get confused. You know, don't like, okay, like I will check you. Like, you I will, like to clap back. Oh, absolutely. I can read somebody down for filth. <laughs> okay. Don't come for me if I don't send for you. I only like I have like for me, for my own mental health, I'm like, don't fight with the Internet because it's I feel like it's a winless battle. I, really? I will. Yeah. Well, except when I do, so when I do it, I, I, I do it sometimes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I don't try to fight. Mm-hmm. I try to usually it's just like I'll I'll just acknowledge them. OK. And I'll and I'll make it seem like <laughs> passive. I, I like I take it as a compliment. Uh huh. It's just like, oh, well, thank, thanks for, you know, and that <laughs> uh-huh. confuse them. It's like the equivalent of giving someone a thumbs up in, in traffic when they're beeping and flipping you off and you just smile and wave back. <laughs> 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 to me, I find that to be a more satisfying reaction than to match their anger and frustration. Uh-huh. And it just confuses people. Have you ever tried to do that where you, you know, you accidentally you're cut someone off you're actually and they hawk and they're flipping you off. You're just like, hey, how's yeah. it going? Killing them with kindness. Yeah. Basically. And it just, just they, you to see their reaction they don't know what to do mm-hmm. and they just like explode and that that's that that but makes see me happy. and i think maybe i get the gratification because they expect me to be nice yeah. they ex- and they expect me to be weak 
you know, because they think I'm like all goofy and, and fun and stuff. And then what I actually, I get upset when I can't respond, you know, like if it's like, oh, I just know I can get them right now, you know? <laughs> and so then I just feel, oh, but then when I do do it, I'm like, oh, that feels wonderful, you know, because I, because they get shook because, you know, I'll be having a stunt. Maybe that's what works. It's just surprise because people assume I'm going to be a dick and mm-hmm. I just, I'm nice. Or people assume that you guys probably wouldn't respond to them. So when you do, they're like, oh, there's a lot of that. They read it. Oh, yeah. That's def- oh, and well, I- that's the biggest thing. They just think they don't, they don't. Yeah. They just, they don't assume you're going to read it. Right. Yeah. Because or they don't see you as a human. Right. Well, they don't see themselves as an important enough human. You know, there's that. Too. That's what it is, is that they think that they are so small that we aren't going to see. And no, it's like people, everybody matters, you know, like everybody matters. And I see everything regardless of who you are. Like that has nothing to do with it. it's social media, you know, and I don't think people realize that. But I mean, I'm always ready for a clap back. <laughs> don't knock if you ain't got no buck, baby. <laughs> not even sure i entirely understand it but i love it i'm still on Terranea. Terranea. um you've met some pretty obviously incredible people uh-huh. since you uh moved out to la um oprah michelle ah! obama yeah oprah for me it's weird like i know she's a real person mm-hmm. but like oprah was like for me growing up was so big that like I feel like she's still kind of imaginary in my mind. You know, there's certain I don't get starstruck easily, mm-hmm. and I've met some really amazing, famous people. Some people like Oprah's a person who like I know she's real, and I'm like I'm sure if I met her, but like I'm when I hear you've met her, I'm just like, no, so so she's real, right? <laughs> like she's an actual person. Like you know, it's she does seem in to me bigger than life. I don't know what it is about her, yeah, but like. It's it's like to even meet her feels unobtainable for me. And I don't get starstruck very easily as she is definitely one of those people. Well, you know, I think that I mean, I think that's her. I think there's Beyonce. I think there's people like Mariah Carey. I think there's people like uh, Ellen. I think she's in that category, for like, too. Yeah. Yeah, for like um, I got yeah. to meet her. So it's a little different. Right, well, but was, I mean, you. But yes, you, when I first met happens, her, I was like, wow. yeah, once it happens, <laughs> you kind of become become desensitized to it, you know. But actually. I'm glad you brought up the Oprah thing because it's one of my favorite celebrity encounters is because it didn't feel. So this is how it happened. I knew that she was on the show. And so I was sitting backstage. Right. And I'm just like minding my business. I'm just like, (laughs) I'll just find it. She just walks past me and her entire team just kept talking to me, kept saying hi. And like they were like introducing themselves to me. And then what happened was she was filming something backstage for like a digital series and she was walking back to her dressing room and they literally just put me in front of her and she said, Kaylin! And that was why it was so special to me because she genuinely knew me. And then she started talking to me about videos that like only like people that actually watch my stuff would know about. And I was just floored because... It was the most endearing and heartwarming experience of my life. And I feel like it was just another signifier that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, Caitlin. Yeah. This is making sense. If this woman can look at you and love your work and love who you are and embrace you this way, it was very like I'm meeting my auntie. Like I absolutely (laughs) adored it. 
Yeah. Absolutely. And then you're imagining Oprah like on her couch, sitting Sunday at morning, home, on her, in, like a row, right? whatever, just like watching your watching videos, Kayla's getting videos. a good laugh. Yes. That, that was something similar happened to me with Sia. Mm. I was at a, a friend's birthday party uh-huh. and, you know, because Sia, right. like, you know, has her anonymity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, people have kind of figured it out, but I didn't know at the time. So like, here's this woman at this party and then she comes up to me and she says, hi, Nick. <laughs> I'm Sia. And I was like, <laughs> and she like, I love your work. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a little different than your work, but like, Bachelor's I didn't really amazing. do anything. I love watching it get and breaking up with. And shot the shit for like an hour and she was super chill and cool. But for her to like introduce herself to me and again, because it's Sia and who protects her anonymity, mm-hmm. like I, I didn't know. And she like came up to me and was so calm about it. And I'm just like, so glad that I was like, Oh my God. Right. And I like, I panicked and wasn't sure what to do, but she was super calming and chill and it was, it was pretty neat. So yeah. And it, it is cool when someone like of that stature, mm-hmm. she's like, wait, what, you know who? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a, well, it's funny. That's something that both of you do is like, you both have these kind of like shows and stuff like that, that you don't know that like, I mean, People Obama be sitting at home watching the bachelor. That yeah. would be cool. He, Obama referenced the bachelor. In one of his speeches, like a joke. <laughs> now, that doesn't mean he watches it. That just could mean, you know, he has got a couple of writers like, hey, this just joke. I mean, will, the yeah. majority of America watches the bad. But it's like not impossible that his daughters of kind of yeah, that age. And yeah. he's just like, it's kind of funny to think about you guys like doing all this stuff and that people can. You don't know who's watching it. Right. I mean, Oprah was like, hey, Kayla. well, I mean, you, you yeah. and Michelle Obama I wanna, I wanna did the same. Oprah, uh, I want to meet Oprah so bad. Oh, it's magical. Oprah makes me nervous. I feel like she has too much power. Yeah, that's really? what I'm saying. I feel like I just, I'm just, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's like I want to meet her, but it's just mm-hmm. like maybe it's best that I don't. Yeah. No, no. I, I'm no, kidding. No. I want to meet her. But like, I don't know why I have this like image of her that's literally larger than life. I don't yeah. know. Mm. Goddess like I mean it was years and years and years Of watching people you know like I've become so desensitized Now to being around Ellen all the time That I forget you know So like if we are doing a show and She walks out and everybody goes crazy I forget that that's their first time Because yeah. I've gotten so Like I have her number you know so like it's like yeah. Not that anymore You But know? it's also she's such a symbol Too right. for like mm-hmm. What is like the LGBTQ But she set the yeah. standard she changed things mm-hmm. so i think a lot of people look at her that way yeah yeah it says here you can crush the single ladies dance oh yeah 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 uh, well have you so i last halloween on ellen i performed as beyonce so i and, and i got beyonce's backup uh dancers and everything i was in full drag the 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 single ladies dance the mm-hmm. choreographer and one of the dancers is a man is it not not in the video. So the man, so Jaquel Knight is the one that choreographed single ladies. Yeah. Yes. And he, but he's not in the video. Which no. one? The, the Fisherman's the, video? Yeah. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, it's two background dancers. Actually, and isn't it, it one of the girls from Glee? Okay. No, she does the live performances. Oh, yeah. she does the live yeah, performances yeah, of the blonde girl from Glee. I play heard Brittany. that one of the dancers was the choreographer dressed in drag, killing it because he couldn't find someone to do it. Just I could be totally wrong. Maybe this is. I didn't hear that. I don't know where you got that from. (laughs) He's wearing Ivy Park. He's got his ear to the Beyonce Beyonce tunnel. But you can do the dance, and you did the dance. Yes, I can. I kind of want to see that. Is there there a video of this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm going to definitely watch that afterwards. Um, So, yeah, I mean, like, 
you're just, you're just killing in life. You're you're having some fun. You're cooking. What's next for you? Other than the well, not other than, but you got the music video. It's going to be super big. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. So actually, this is, and I haven't talked about this yet. So the way that I did, I I strategized my rollout based off of how Mariah Carey did the All I Want for Christmas <laughs> campaign last year. How it was just like nonstop Christmas content all the time. So I actually did a music video, but I also did a short film. So I shot a short film for the entire album that is a visual album. So it's kind of like a movie musical that I'm going to release in December. And so I'm excited about that because I wanted to definitely give it to people in doses. I didn't want to just give it all to everybody at once. So I think after this, you know, I've been thinking about possibly doing more music, but I definitely think that once Broadway opens back up, I want to do Broadway. That's the dream. That is so good. I want to, I want to go to New York and do Broadway. That would be so good. Also want to do Dancing with the Stars, but that's oh, Nick has done Dancing. I with feel the stars. like you. That's if oh baby, again. you put me on Dancing with the Stars. It's a rap for everybody. <laughs> Send everybody home. Well, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like I, I feel like <laughs> there's I'm some ready. there's some people in the Dancing with the Stars world who listen to this podcast. I think you putting it out there. There's there, you're you're an easy cast. Please, I've no disrespect to Dancing with the Stars, but you know, you're on your way this way. Uh huh. You know. Uh huh. It, it, there's kind of a like. Are you so, trying to say he's too big for Dancing with the Stars? <laughs> no, like, well, listen. You're uh, like he's not Scott Bayo. <laughs> Zendaya did Dancing with the Zendaya Stars. Did there, did there are some people on their way up who do Dancing with the Stars, and there's yes. some people who are on the, going in the other direction. Right. Well, I think it depends on why you want to do it. You know, yeah. are you doing it because you need a check, or are you doing it because you just want to do it? Like, I just want to do it. I, like, I'd like to think I did it on my way up. Some people like to think I was doing it on my way down. I, I think things are going in the right direction, but it was a little different from a real... Yeah. It's like, it was almost like a next step after yeah. that, you know. Well, I think I'm trying to just get into the ABC family so I can go to Disneyland. Nothing. Oh. I think they will would welcome you. Please. What? Yeah, I feel like that's easy. Just put it out there. Rob Mills was our gu- uh, guest last week, mm. uh, who uh, is is in charge of that. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, we'll just let Rob know. Yeah, please <laughs> make a call. I just feel like that's super an easy cast for them. Or or make me the first gay bachelor. Now that oh. would be quality you'd want to do tele- that. Oh, absolutely. I that still, would be quality I, television. I still think that would be hard cast. It just it would really just, shake the table. It, would it works in paradise, but the, it doesn't like the whole show is based off of having a single person mm-hmm. that and then withholding that love. And mm-hmm. if you have a house full of people who are also attracted to one another, no it one's does, going to care yeah. about the bachelor or the bachelorette. It does get a little. Messy. The whole idea is to like put this person on a pedestal mm-hmm. and then have you never see them mm-hmm. and then fall in love with them in your mind mm-hmm. you would forget the person exists if mm-hmm. if the house was filled with people who liked each other who, yeah. who are like sexually attracted to each other I it would just that. it would be a different sh- it would be paradise so yeah. it, it would it's just hard to do well we can do a gay paradise i mean i'm watching it Messy Bessie. Would you re- would you would you really want to go on Bachelor? In- do you watch Bachelor in Paradise? Do you watch Bachelor? I watch Bachelor and Bachelorette, but not Bachelor in Paradise. I know, random, right? That's the Bachelor best. In Paradise is the, the best, best one. one. That's what I always hear. I I I don't think I even knew like Bachelor in Paradise happened. Okay, well, okay. So those producers are good. Well, this is when I got upset with the Bachelorette was after Rachel's season. Okay, when she uh didn't pick Peter. Oh. That made me mad. That made me mad. Well, if you <laughs> if you 
talk to Rachel about it, that she was always going to pick Brian. And, <laughs> and do you feel the same way? Yeah, it seems <laughs> like you do. She should have picked Peter. <laughs> That's not fair to Rachel. <laughs> she should have picked Peter. I don't think she should have. Really? Well, Are you friends with Brian? I, I, yeah. Within, that's why you buy Well, I, I don't really know Brian that well. I've met Brian. I'm, I'm good friends with Rachel. Okay. And so well, I'm. Because de- Rachel came from your season. I'm defensive mm-hmm. of any lead mm-hmm. in the idea of, listen, there is a, they're telling a story. And mm-hmm. just because Peter may seem more likable mm-hmm. and maybe he's more likable, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean mm-hmm. Rachel should love Peter or should want to be with Peter the rest of his life. You know what I'm okay, saying? Like there's okay. a difference between like you wanting to look at him and you yeah. liking him and yeah. you thinking he's more charming than Rachel. Like we're talking about a romantic connection yeah. and actually experiencing and people. experiencing that. Yes. And Brian might just okay. be the quiet, maybe all the things that we talk about, we need in relationships, comfort, relatability, communication, sexual attraction, mm-hmm. all those things. Maybe Brian, those, nece- those things aren't necessarily portrayed on a reality TV yes. show. And so I'm very defensive of everyone who on that show, like to like America, as you are kind of suggesting, Mm -hmm. will have this pressure of like, you're supposed to love this person because we like (laughs) watching them on TV. And that's truly the most insane thing. Mm -hmm. And then people are telling us who we should love and then judging us for it. Mm -hmm. And in someone from Rachel's position, it's like you try to have that perspective, Mm -hmm. but you're just like, I love this person. I'm with this person. I'm feeling judged for it. And it, it, it's hard. It, I mean, but it's also the fun of it. Well, not for Rachel. I mean, <laughs> no, not, honestly, like but for the audience. That that was. It's a. It's. I I empathize and feel for Rachel because I don't think she gives much shit about it now. But that was something when it was happening. It's, was it a big thing? Yeah. Well, when you when you feel like America mm-hmm. likes the person you don't want to be with, or thinks you should pick the person you don't want to pick better than the person you picked. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing. But then to, to judge you as a person, mm-hmm. to make mean comments, to mm. criticize your choices based on so much information you don't know mm. is not fair. And this is no disrespect to Peter, but on that show, you see silos of people. You yeah. see one of their many personalities. Right. And it's just... Well, I know. mean, with that argument, I think that's all of us, anybody that has any type of public status or you know is in yeah. the in the light yeah you know that's I everybody mean, you talk about scope i i really like when the, all the stuff was going on with ellen i mean mm-hmm. i i i personally relate like i don't want to say i related to ellen but you know i i can be short i can be cold i like to be kind and nice and generous mm-hmm. i also people will think i'm a dick sometimes mm-hmm. like i ellen's always been kind to me Ellen's when Ellen came out and said like the be nice mantra, mm-hmm. she's right. She mm-hmm. does. She sets herself up in a sense because there's an expectation right. of always being a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then the expectation of your audience that you're not allowed to be human. Mm-hmm. And the human is to have good days and bad days and always be on. And, mm-hmm. you know, people could make the argument, well, you asked for this life and mm-hmm. blah, blah, you know, it's just like whatever. Well, know? that's why I and am so very it's, transparent to say yeah. I'm not Ellen. Yeah, you're not going to get that from me, you know. Yeah, and and Ellen is also human, but like I empathize with like yeah, we all are, we all we have sides that are easiest for us to show. Mm -hmm. We have sides about ourselves that we like showing people. Mm -hmm. Some of the for some people it's easier than others, Mm -hmm. 
but there's so many things about us that, you know, if the people we love and trust and really allow our, uh, ourselves, allow those people to get to know us, really see mm-hmm. us who, for who we are. And yeah. sometimes it's just a challenge to pick and choose what other people get to know. And yeah. sometimes we accidentally show sides of ourselves that we don't want people to know right. and stuff like that. Well, we're so. multifaceted. You know? Yeah. So reality TV. Reality TV. Reality, period. Uh, I know you love games. Mm-hmm. Would you be willing to play a game with us before we let you go? Okay, yeah, let's play a game. <laughs> we play it with all our favorite guests. Yay! All our guests. Well, most of our guests. Sometimes our it guests. just doesn't make sense. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. <laughs> it's called Do You Know Me? Okay. Real simple. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question. Does Kaylin this? Does Kaylin that? Don't answer right away. Answering your mind. Chrissy and I will then decide... Who knows Kalen better? Okay. If you have an anecdotal story mm-hmm. to share to help answer your question, we would love to hear it. If simple yes or no also is fine. Okay. Do you know me with Kalen Allen, singer of the wonderful hit new Christmas album? <laughs> For Christmas sake. For Christmas sake. Can Kalen touch their tongue to their nose? Can Kalen... Touch their tongue to their nose. Mm. Honestly, I have no idea. Usually I'm good at like. I want to stay sure. I haven't seen his tongue. <laughs> I'm going to say no because I think just statistically most people can't. Really? I thought most people could. Can you? I can't. No, I have a short tongue. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to say no. I'm going to say sure. Yeah. The answer is no. Uh. I can't. <laughs> Do you wish you could? I can't. Have a team super no, I tiny think cow. I'm okay. Yeah. I think I'm okay. I'm fine. Okay. Has Kalen cried in the last 24 hours? <laughs> hmm. I'm going to say no. I'm going to also say no. I, I don't think you're a crier. It I'm doesn't not. mean you can't cry, but I don't think you are a crier. Getting nope. to know you, this resilient person. Yeah. No. No crying. No crying. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Does Kalen drink pumpkin spice lattes in the fall? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. So let me elaborate on my answer. Being the chef that he is, pumpkin spice lattes are way too cliche, mm-hmm. and everyone's doing yeah. it. He he has a far more. Oh, no, he's from the East Coast. I thought maybe. But a caramel brulee latte now. That, there you go. There's nothing about Kalen that screams. Pumpkin spice. Bum- pumpkin spice. <laughs> but whatever you just said, yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Caramel brulee lattes. That's exactly what I was expecting. Terranea. Caramel brulee. <laughs> was Kalen part of a clique in high school? If by part of a clique he was the leader of his own cult, then maybe, not cult, but Maybe, like, I would say probably like a theater clique. So I'm going to say, sure, like the theater. But click suggests that you were, I think you had, people are attracted to you. You had followers, also called friends, but you were a bit of a, you've always been a leader. And so I'm going to say, no, that you, you might have, you had friends, but they kind of did what, you were very suggestive and very convincing. And you didn't join a group that had its traditions and did what they did. And I don't mean like, yeah, you were in drama and you were in, you know, you did stuff. But yeah, that's what that's my answer. <laughs> well, the answer is no. I've always been very solo dolo. 
because I'm an only child. So I was always just like, uh, you're an only child. Yep. I'm like, I'm good by myself. I can play by myself. I'm good. Okay. Me, myself, and I is all I got in the end. I thought maybe the drama thing. I, I have 10 siblings, but I'm like an only child, which I don't want to spend time with them. Wow, that's a lot. Mm. <laughs> that's a lot. Mm. It's like a home alone house. <laughs> maybe that's why you didn't like Christmas that much. <laughs> I loved Christmas as a kid. My parents Did you guys kicked. all get like one present? No, my parents kicked ass for Christmas. My mom would start Christmas shopping in January. Like how? Oh, y'all was rich. Oh, she no. Got, no, Where she you got, from? no, in January, you Christmas shopping, that's the sales after no. Christmas. Oh. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. My mom, my, we, I had a great childhood. Mm-hmm. We, we were by no means rich. My parents always struggled to get by, but mm-hmm. they worked hard, and mm-hmm. I had a, you know, we were middle class. Mm-hmm. What state? I, Wisconsin. But like, okay. they, my parents bought me what I, uh, they were, an, they had enough money to buy me what we needed, and what we wanted, we had to buy ourselves. Which child were you? I'm the second oldest. Second I'm the oldest oh, boy. Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. No, my mom would start. They would. My mom would look for Christmas presents year round because they had to find the deals. Mm-hmm. Um, Love a good know. coupon. I've been like, yeah. you each get one present. <laughs> one that you <laughs> There's share. There's not enough room under but this tree. But it was tree. like that's the <laughs> thing. Like <laughs> I got some great gifts and things I really wanted and. I think some of they weren't always new. Some of them may be used, but always great. Like, you know, my mm-hmm. mom just could find a good deal and, mm-hmm. and, and worked hard at, at being a good gift giver. Okay. Has Kaylin ever broken something at a friend's house and not told them? No, he's too honest. Yeah, I say he that would too. just find a way to own it and, and apologize and yeah. make up for it. He's, mm-hmm. he, yeah, no, he would never not say it. I don't even think I've ever broken anything. <laughs> I think people have broke stuff at my house, but <laughs> call them out. Yeah, but never at theirs. Has Kalen? Does Kalen know how many people he slept with? <laughs> I'm gonna say yes. Most people know how many people they slept with. I know how many people I slept with. I'm gonna go off myself. <laughs> I I don't know if I can name all of them. But I know. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely stopped counting, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I feel I'm going to say no. And we end without any judgment. No judgment. I'm not sitting around keeping a tally. No. <laughs> what? Who does that? I They're like, ooh, but there's one for this week. Oh, how many was like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> keep it pushing. Keep it moving. <laughs> Thank you. I'm doing so bad at this game. <laughs> Does Kalen like to people watch? If everyone likes the people watch. I love a good people watch. Yeah. I'd probably be better at people watching if I lived in New York. Oh, yeah. Uh, like if I was just sitting in Central Park, I'd be people watching all day. Last question. Okay, okay. Has Kalen ever accidentally sent an inappropriate text or email to the wrong person? Mm, yeah. We all have. I'll say no. Mm-mm. Never. Mm-mm. Nope. You never been like, oh shit! How do I? No, I think I'm too careful for that. Yeah. yeah. No. I got one. I'm too absent-minded to not have that not happen to me. Really? I've done it. Yeah. I'm like, oh shit! Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Ignore that. Yeah. No. My chest looks so good, doesn't it? No, just kidding. Not, in, like, not, not, not an inappropriate picture, but just like that. I mean, I accidentally text people all the time. Most of the time, it's benign and been like, hey, that wasn't for you. It's like, it makes no sense. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple of times where I'm like, like, you know, if you're talking about, like, I, yeah, 
if you're talking oh, like about, you're talking about a person i actually it to I, the that, person i've never oh of, like when you're oh okay i get like when you you're talking to somebody about a person and you're thinking of that person though you accidentally type yeah. in their name yeah. and then send the message to them I've, I've had that happen to me someone talking about me oh. and sent to me instead of the person they meant to send it. i've had i've had that happen more than once Ooh, now see i would love that's something fun like that that's, i, I you I clap really, back. Yeah. Oh, I'd be ready. <laughs> I've really enjoyed that. I'd be like, speed down. So what, what was being said? <laughs> what you say? Say it with your chest. You know? Oh, I'd be I love it. juicy. <laughs> juicy. Uh, Kaylin, this has been so much fun. Thank you. I've uh, enjoyed it. I really enjoy uh, talking with you. You're welcome back anytime. Thank uh, you. Congratulations on all your success, especially your album for Christmas sake. Check it out now. It's out now. <sighs> Get in the Christmas spirit, people, right now. I don't know what is going on in the world a week from now, but chances are a good Christmas jingle and song will make you feel better. That's all we need. And Kaylin is here to bring it to you. Yeah, lots going Uh, on. Where else can people find you? You know, you can find me on everything. I make it very simple. You can find me on all social media platforms at the Kaylin Allen. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> I, I'm just jealous because I don't have like I I, I don't have that synergy across all. Really? My Twitter's all just a mess. That's fine. Mine's the as well. The Kaylin Allen makes it legit. It makes it legit. <laughs> I just got too many people with my name. <laughs> That's I why. Understand that. Thanks much. Uh, thanks so much for listening, guys. Don't forget to send us your questions at asknickacastme.com for our Ask Nick episodes. Please subscribe, rate five stars. Until next time, we will see you on Monday. What's the name of the hotel? Terminator.